Welcome to Prophecy Views. Folks, real quick, run over to Rumble. Follow us at Rumble. We are moving our platform over there. We are still going to be on YouTube for the foreseeable future, but they are eventually going to kick us off. They're now deleting videos and stuff. But So we are being censored. But if you're listening or watching this on podcast form, that will remain. But come over to Rumble and follow us. We need to get our subscribers moved over to that platform. So it's really important that you do it. This video today, folks, this is imperative. Bible prophecy is being fulfilled at a breakneck pace. And this video that I'm bringing you today is is unfathomable. It is probably the most alarming video that I have brought to you to date. Now, when I say Bible prophecy is being fulfilled at a breakneck pace, it's in all directions. Um, just for example, we are now moving full speed ahead into the central bank digital currency in this country. All of the countries are pushing for their own CBDC central currency, digital currency, that will give them full control over the ability to shut you off from a governmental level, shut your finances off. You will not be able to buy or sell if they say you cannot buy or sell. So that is picked up in Revelation 13. We're going to go over some scripture here real quick in just a second. I want to push through this intro as quickly as I can and get you to the video. The other thing that's happening in this video that I'm going to show you today is how the World Health Organization is now trying to take on the role of being over all of the nations if they declare any type of pandemic. They will then be able to assume control of the governments of the world that are in that are on board with this type of treaty. Now, the administration that we currently have in the White House is for it. Not only are we for it, we are funding it. Nobody in Congress has voted on this, but yet our government, um, the person occupying the White House, is funding all of this. Um, our czar, John Kerry, is over there right now, and she's going to talk about that. But we have got to stay out of this. And somehow the it, it appears in Bible prophecy that we are going to stand up against this exact type of system. This is the exact system that Revelation 13 is pointing out. The type of system the Antichrist will be taking control of. And the UN is involved in it. The UN is going to allow that type of control by using the World Health Organization and do it through, through that um, arm of the UN. Um, they're attributing, they're, they're adding into it the climate change, uh, practice, cult. Um, but the thing to, to be aware of is how this lines up with Bible prophecy. Um, so we know from the first couple of verses in Revelation 13, and I'll read that off. And I stood upon the sand of the sea and I saw a beast rise up out of the sea. Now this is one beast. Having seven heads and ten horns. And upon his horns ten crowns. And upon his heads the name of blasphemy. And the beast which I... So this is a one world government. We know that these beasts are described in Daniel chapter 7 as well. He lists them as separate beasts. The United States coming out of Great Britain. Um, the, the leopard with four heads the eagle, the lion, the um, bear. So he, he names all these uh, beasts separately. We come into Revelation 13, 
And now you see these as a combo beast, a one-world government beast. Now here's verse 2. And the beast which I saw was likened to a leopard, and his feet were as the feet of a bear, and his mouth as the mouth of a lion. And the dragon, that means Satan, gave him his power and his seat and his great authority. Um... Now we're going to get into a couple of verses down. <clears throat> and so it's it's talking about the one world government. It's talking about the Antichrist. It's talking about the um, false prophet. And here's where the central bank digital currency comes in. And he causeth all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and bond, to receive a mark in their right hand or in their foreheads, and that no man might buy or sell, save he that had the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. Okay. So there's going to take a mark. And if you don't have that mark, then you won't be able to buy or sell. You won't be able to exist in the economy. You won't be able to feed your family. You won't be able to do anything unless you have that mark. Okay. So let's say that that mark, if, if, if it comes in through this World Health Organization type scenario, which I believe they're going to push it as a vaccine, and they'll put that mark in the vaccine, and that's how they're going to create the fear to make everybody take that mark. Now, it could come in a different door, but I believe that's probably what's going to happen. That's That's been a big fear tactic, and we're coming out of these pandemics. They are using this COVID vaccine to set up this exact system. All of this is being done under the guise of COVID-19. Now, let me tell you what's going to happen with the people that take that mark. Not only will they be forever damned, before that happens to them spiritually, physically, what's going to happen to them when God pours out his wrath? Now, this is Revelation 16, and just follow along. We'll start in verse 2. Here's what happens physically to those people that take the mark of the beast. Now, this is the vials being poured out. And the first, now this is verse 2, and the first went and poured out his vial upon the earth, and there fell a noisome and grievous sore upon the men which had the mark of the beast and upon them, which worshipped his image. We also see a lot of information about AI, and I believe AI is going to play a part in this worshipping the image thing, but we'll have to keep an eye on that and see what happens. So I'm going to now int introduce you to this um, interview that Michelle Bachman gave to Steve Bannon at the War Room, and um, I'm going to let her take it away. Folks, follow us on Rumble. Um, I'm going to send, this is going to be um, the last you'll hear from me on this. I'm going to go right into this interview. So we'll be talking to you on the other side. Well, what we need everyone in Congress and the Senate to do, quite frankly, is get the United States out of the World Health Organization. And I appreciate the defunding. That's a great thing that Donald Trump did. But we also need to follow Donald Trump's example and get the United States out. It's the only way we're going to get away from their plans to create a platform for global governance. Today uh, was the Sustainable Roundtable at the World Health Assembly on climate change. <laughs> And so, believe it or not, 
the centerpiece of today was forcing all these delegates to listen to none other than John Kerry from the United States. He was in, introduced by his daughter, uh, Dr. Vanessa Kerry, who, by the way, is the head of the Global Seed Foundation. And uh, she is a recipient of millions of dollars from the uh, Clinton uh, Health Initiative. So all this, there's this incestuous relationship of organizations and money. But the big thing today is this. The head of the World Health Organization, Tedros Gebreshis, said that the climate crisis is a health crisis. He said the climate crisis is their priority. Climate is the number one mission of Healthcare. So they, they, one of the doctors in charge of the environment and climate at the World Health Organization said very clearly that we were focused on infectious diseases, but now we're going to be moving away from infectious diseases and we're going to focus now on climate change. So, the, so all of these climate change people who saw they were going to establish global government through climate change now they see after the pandemic, and that works so well for the World Health Organization to try to control people's lives. Now they see that the, the platform, if you will, for global government is coming through healthcare. So the climate change people are jumping square in. They were given the centerpiece stool today, if you will. They were all cheered by uh, the, the head, Tedros Gebreshis, saying the same thing that John Kerry was saying. And John Kerry said, well, I never thought about health care before. I never thought health care had anything to do with climate change until my daughter, Vanessa, his 46-year-old daughter, taught him to uh, turn on the light bulb and realize that really... Uh, the centerpiece of healthcare is ch climate change, and that climate change causes the healthcare problems in the world. That's what was stated today. So now, what we're seeing is once again our old friend climate change is going to be one of the drivers of decision making at the World Health Organization. So when I spoke to you before about the One Health Initiative, meaning that the criterion for decision-making on healthcare decisions in the future will be based upon the environment, humans, and animals. In other words, humans equal cockroaches, equal dirt. So it will be whatever they see with climate change, whether it's racism, whether it's poverty, whether it's uh, lack of uh, food, they talked a lot about food security today. So in other words, we're going to be eating bugs because it's better for the earth if we eat bugs. I'm telling you, that whole climate change thing was here front center on deck. And they had the current head of the upcoming uh, COP28, his Mr. Adnan Z. Admin. He was there praising John Kerry, praising Dr. Vanessa Kerry, and saying that at the next at the at the next COP, COP meeting that will meet at the United Arab Emirate, they're going to set aside an entire day on health care. We've never done that before, but now they're joining forces with this control over global health, with control over global climate, and they're going to merge climate and health care, and that's the platform. So the climate people are bursting through the WHO and saying, hey, it's okay, we're going to take global government from here. So you can have the name front, World Health Organization, but we, the climate change people, are going to call the shots.
That's what happened today. And tomorrow, the video of this should be available at who.int. And then look at the 76th World Health Assembly. And you, too, can be entertained by the words of Dr. Vanessa and Jer- and uh, John Kerry. I want to I want to focus on a second. Since you had Kerry today with the climate change, trying to make the connection, and then how much? Because this is all done under the cover of night. The U.S. media is not really yeah. covering this. But I want you to tell the no, American people right now how much here. the United States not for reason. But how much is the United States driving the climate agenda, driving this pandemic treaty agenda? How much is the United States the driving force in back of this? 100%. The United States is the aggressive force that is pushing this garbage at the World Health Organization, World Health Assembly today. But we are also pushing the gl- climate change agenda. So we are pushing to create, unbelievably, to create this platform for global go- governance, to be headquartered here in Geneva, Switzerland, by the way. This is where they, because all of the mega centers of power are here, World Economic Forums here, World Global World Health, World Trade, uh, all the financial deals, the oil deals. I mean, it's all done in this magnificently beautiful city, again, where uh, Julius Caesar made his name and expanded the Roman Empire. They want to reconstitute a Roman Empire here once again in Geneva in the future for global government. But we learned today a big key, Steve. And that's that climate change has pushed, pushed its way to the fore of the health care agenda. So I heard nothing today about health care or science or statistics. It was all propaganda today. Remember, John Kerry is no scientist. We didn't hear anything about science, nothing about medicine. We heard propaganda about the new global governance. They constantly say words over and over. They drip equity inclusion, and we're going to strengthen the global architecture of the global health care system. But now health uh, uh, climate crisis is the number one problem in health care. That's the words <laughs> of Tedros Gebreses, the director general of the WHO today. How much does these uh, delegates throughout the world, these countries of the world, they're looking to the, the intellectual leadership is obviously coming from the United States. So they drive the agenda. What about the financial and, and cash and capital commitment? Where is that going to come from? Well, they just increased all the member dues by 20 percent. But the United States is always there with the checkbook. Uh, Secretary Xavier Becerras, who was here on the first day, said that uh, we are in. We've given 450 million. I got another check today for 250 million. We're going to be in for 1.6 billion. You and I both know when it comes to the United States government, 1.6 billion is equals about a sneeze. It isn't that much money out of their checkbook. So this thing is going to ramp up and this thing is going to grow. And I'm going to say something that is only my opinion and I'm only speculating. But I will tell you, I've had a sneaking suspicion for a long time. All these billions and billions that are going over to Ukraine. I just wonder if some of this isn't being siphoned off to pay for the financing to create this global governance superstructure through the World Health Organization and through this global uh, this global cl- uh, climate crisis agenda. They're, they need money. Well, it They're makes getting sense. the money, and it's going to come from us. 
this is why we demanded audits. This is why we're demanding yelling. There's no transparency in, the, in this regime. They no. completely hide the no. football. If you if you were to come if you were to come back and we got to set this up, if you were to come back. <laughs> Go ahead. If, if if you were to come back, given we're in a, in, a, in a debt ceiling and spending crisis right now, we're arguing. Yeah. You see the additional billions and hundreds of billions they're committing to over there that are not even in the budgets right now. If you were to come back and present to the House, to your former colleagues, walk me through your presentation of of what the U.S. regime is over there with no authority. They haven't. There's been no presentations to Congress about that. Kerry hasn't come and talked to anybody no. about this. No, nobody's talked about the, nobody's talked about the World Health Organization. It's to complete crickets over here. They're trying to jam this through with nobody looking at. It. That's where we're covering it wall to wall. Walk through, Congressman Bachman. What would you tell your colleagues? I would tell them number one, don't even talk to Joe Biden until he agrees to pull the United States out of the World Health Organization. Number one, you you pull it out, then we'll start the negotiations. You begin there for this reason. They already have a pandemic treaty here that they're looking at, that they're working on. It's already written out. They already have 300 amendments to the international health rules where they're going to turn the organization from advisory to this will be the world government organization. They need to understand we aren't living under what we learned in our school books about the Constitution and the Declaration of Independence. We're living in an era where the treasonous people who are running our government are trying to build a global government. They're trying to give our sovereignty and they're trying to encourage, this is even worse, they're trying to encourage all 194 member nations to give their sovereignty over to a bum organization like the World Health Organization, driven by the climate change agenda. And this will be billions of dollars out of our treasury because of the word equity, 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 inclusion, inclusion, inclusion. It's our treasury money that will come in to this global governance, and this will be used for the funding. So are we going to get richer? We're going to get miserable and poor because our revenues are going to go into this unending pot of money. Because I'm telling you, I saw the delegates. I was with them. They all believe without a shadow of a doubt they're going to have American style health care and it's going to be equity, equity. And so we are going to be paying for the whole world to have what we have at the Mayo Clinic in Rochester, Minnesota. That's what their thinking is. That's what they're led to believe. And I will tell you, I don't know if I've said this yet, the same pre-COVID narrative, that's what I'm hearing here. You would never think. We went through what we went through with the pandemic. You'd never have even a sense of that. They haven't talked one word about vaccines or adverse reactions or any of the other problems that we have or the problems with lockdowns or the problems with masking. You haven't heard one thing about that. What you've heard here is a doubling down on all the mistakes that the World Health Organization made. Oh, they're planning to double down and do more of the same and dish it out. And one year from this week is when they plan to pass it. And I'm telling you, there wasn't one ounce of dissent. Not I, This is my seventh day here. There hasn't been one word of a dis- dissent by any delegate, certainly not the United States. I sent to your producer a photo that Tedros Gebrasius, the uh, director general of the WHO, he has a picture of himself 
with our U.S. Secretary of Health and Human Services, his arm is around Xavier Becerra's, saying, this is my guy, this is my friend, we're, we're working on the pandemic treaty, we're working on the amendments to the international health rules. We are all, the, I, I want to thank him that America is all committed and we are going to get this done. So all I can say to you, America, and to the United States Congress, is unless we register some dissent, unless Congress finally gets off their hind legs and says, get us out of the World Health Organization, this is going to be done from a, a year from now. They're going to do a simulation this fall based upon the proposed pandemic treaty and based upon these proposed amendments. They're going to do a simulation this fall acting under as though this is already a done deal, but a year from now, they plan implementation. So just be prepared. If they take another bioweapon and release it, oh, this will be done. Congressman Bachman, I know you got a bounce, but just one more time. You're saying in these debt ceiling uh, and spending negotiations that are taking place, and by the way, Kevin McCarthy is going to be live at 1145. We're going to go to that. Uh, you're saying add right now with full withdrawal from the World Health Organization and in the appropriations process, cut all the money. Is that what I'm hearing? Yeah, 100 percent. As a matter of fact, I wouldn't even agree to meet with Joe Biden until he removes us from the World Health Organization and we zeroed out budgeting. Zeroing it out budgeting honestly won't do anything because they'll find money from other sources to fill that hole. We've got to get out of the World Health Organization. So two things. Number one, every House member, need, Republican, needs to sing off the same page. Get the United States out of the World Health Organization. But most importantly, the United States Senate needs to pull this pandemic treaty into the Senate now. You've got our American negotiators negotiating this treaty now. They're here in Geneva negotiating it. Why isn't it sitting in the U.S. Senate where our senators are looking at this treaty? They've never even been served a copy of it. We don't even have the current amendments from the World Health Organization. Everybody's been scrambling. Supposedly, delegates got them on Friday. The public hasn't. This is a completely non-transparent project. The whole pandemic treaty was negotiated behind closed doors. We don't even have the current amendments that they're working off of. We have the ones from February. So this is a completely shadowy process. So it's got to stop. And this is where Kevin McCarthy can, can do that. He can say, we, are, we aren't even going to negotiate on debt ceiling until you get us out of the WHO because they've lied to us. They've lied to us. And now they're trying to bring this deceit home. So you can start there. But the Senate has got to get to work and they've got to bring this pandemic treaty in, whether they can get a real hearing from Chuck Schumer or they have to hold their own hearing in a side room. They got to have a hearing on this. It's that consequential. So do you now see how three, at least three different parts of Revelation 13 have been fulfilled? The one world government will be controlled by a single individual that will come up later, but that individual will be control of a system that has the ability to take the digital currency that they're talking about, number one, add that to everything you just heard in this interview, and you now have the entirety of the control system to take the sovereignty away from nations individually, put them under the World Health Organization, under the mandate of the United Nations and 
simply enact both at the same time, and they will have control of who is able to buy or sell. If you do not take their mark, that very well may have a vaccine mandate involved with it. Very, It's very likely. But they will use this mark. If you do not take this mark, you will not be able to use your digital currency. They will have full control over you. Everything that's talked about in Revelation chapter 13 is wrapped up in this one segment. We will talk to you soon, folks. Find us on Rumble, Prophecy Views on Rumble, and follow us there. It's, it's important that you do that. Everything is happening so fast. We can't afford to miss this stuff. God bless. We'll talk to you soon.